Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum Podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode we have Netflix 245th film from 2020. It's the family dance comedy drama film Feel the Beat. It's directed by Alyssa Down. It stars Sodia Carson, Enrico Colantono, Donna Lynn Champlin, and Wolfgang Novogratz. I'm Jesse. I'm writing here solo. As always, if you're keen on checking this film out, Feel the Beat, you haven't had a chance to see it and you're interested in checking out a nice uh, family film with the kids, give us a pause, come back a bit later on because I'm going to spoil bits and pieces. I'll try my best not to completely spoil it, but we kick off the show with the Fast Flicks, which is a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one, it's a, a girl who's obsessed with making it on the New York dance scene um, and she's sort of sent back to her hometown and reality when she takes on a group of young students to teach. <laughs> That's where we're at on this one. So this is uh, very heavily influenced by uh, the dance circuit or, or young uh, people, kids going out and dancing in groups to, to win competitions. And that's where I guess a lot of the inspiration for this one comes from. Let's talk a little bit about this film, I guess, and, and how it ended up on Netflix. So uh, there's very little, I could find out very little about this film. All that I could sort of see was that it was filmed in and around Toronto in Canada. Uh, it was shot over 45 days as well as being um, not just shot as a film but photographed by the director Elisa Down herself too. This was nominated for a couple of awards. It had one win, three noms. It won or it was put on the 2021 Reframe stamp uh, list for the top 100 most popular narrative and animated features. It was also nominated at the Joey Awards in Vancouver for Best Featured Performer Portraying a Male in a TV Movie or Feature Film for Christopher Jones and also for Best Featured Actress in a M.O.W. Feature Film for Emily Roman and Maya Vucic. So that's uh, sort of some background on that one, I guess. Um, the working title for this one was called Tiny Dancers. Makes sense. It's about kids dancing. Um, it has a tagline. The tagline was, take your chance, make your move. <laughs> Pretty generic. Not a big fan of that one. That's all good. Uh, around the world, translations in Spanish, Polish, Swedish, Turkish, and Ukrainian, it's called Feel the Rhythm instead of Feel the Beat. In Greek, it's called Pick Up the Pace. So, yeah, hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> in Hungar um, Hungarian, it's called Let's Dance. And in Vietnamese, it's called Immerse Yourself in the Rhythm. Don't mind that one. That's not bad. Um, so, overall, let, let's have a look at how this film has been received. Um, it was released on the 19th of June, 2020, uh, across Netflix worldwide. On Rotten Tomatoes, it sits at a pretty poor 50% on 16 reviews. That is definitely rotten. The audience has a tiny little bit higher at 56%. That's on more than 100 ratings. IMDb sits a little bit higher at a 6.3 out of 10 on about 12,000 ratings. And on Letterboxd, pretty similar. 2.9 out of 5 on over 15,000 ratings. But it's actually been logged by 24,000 people. So some pretty big numbers for a small little film that I guess I hadn't really heard much about. But... What are my thoughts on this one? My thoughts, I think um, this, is, this is gonna be a tough one. It's obviously a family, kid-friendly sort of film that probably isn't targeted at me. And I think this has good intentions written all over it. And I'm sure that this is probably some 12-year-old's favorite film somewhere in the world. For me, I'm not a huge fan, unfortunately. There's just too much cringe in this film. Um, and unfortunately, when we get to scenes that I didn't really like in this film, there's going to be quite a few, I think. So let's let's talk about some characters in this one. And our main character is April. Uh, she's our main main protagonist. She's a dancer. Um, I found it really hard to like her, though. I think she was given zero 
good qualities for the first hour of this film. She was just rude, nasty, completely obsessed with herself, treated younger people so poorly. Uh, the only thing you could really say, I guess, is that she's committed to being this dancer that she wants to be and making it big on Broadway and New York. Uh, her dad, Frank, he sort of seems to be like a great support for her, even though his wife and, and her mum um, have left and he's struggling to find work. He seems like he's sort of the, the grounding uh, person in her life although he's not in it much and the other sort of person I guess is Deco who's um, April's over the top friend from New York who sort of stands by her as well but apart from that I guess you could almost we talk about Miss Barb who's April's dance teacher from when she was like a younger kid in, in her hometown <laughs> um, she, she obviously loves April and is so happy that she's got a dancer from her school that's made it big <laughs> but as a character probably a little bit too enthusiastic and, and over the top for me as well uh, other people at, at home or in her hometown, Nick, this uh, former boyfriend or former flame of April, uh, we, we find out that she dumped him by text, text message, so she could go and follow her dream in New York City. And it's sort of the, the awkward moments to start off with about, you know, how are they going to rekindle that, that romance or that friendship even. Uh, and he's doing it a little bit tough. He's got little sisters that he's got to look after and he's got to work and make money and study because the mum's passed away. And... And we get a little bit of a background on one of his sisters, Sarah, who sort of idolises April, and she's probably more upset about April leaving than Nick was, to be honest, which is uh, an interesting little take on it. Uh, the other two little sides, like, there were kind of little moments of the kids in the dance troupe that we saw throughout. I mean, um, Kari was, was sort of this um, black girl in the film that we got a little bit of context around. I'm not 100% sure that it was sold on the way it did it, but, I mean, her dad's on service... Um, doing service duty, mum's trying hard, but the mum wants her to focus on school and money and finances. And, you know, Kari obviously wants to dance and she forges her mum's signature so she can take um, part in this this dance class. And I guess her trait was that she vomits <laughs> when she gets stressed. So that, I guess, provided some humour throughout. Um, Welly Wong was this big shot um, dance guy in the dance world, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I think for a name... You really could have thought of a better name than that. It was pretty pretty poor, really. Uh, the director for this one, Alyssa Down. This is an Australian director. I had no idea. No idea at all. And I was surprised because she has directed one of my favourite Australian films, which is called The Black Balloon. came out in 2008. If you haven't seen this film, it's... Uh, I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but it's about a boy um, dealing with his autistic brother. It's such a great film. So I highly recommend The Black Balloon by the same director if you haven't seen that one yet. All right, time, time to talk about some scenes in, in this one. What are some ones that I enjoyed? So I think um, I mentioned before, Miss, Miss Barb, who was the, the dance teacher, she annoyed me at times, but there was a really nice tender moment at one stage where she was uh, sitting with some of the dance kids, sort of defending April and, and talking about the way that she interacts with them. So that was that was kind of sweet. Um, what else? I think Nick, the, the love interest of April, um, he sort of comes on board on the ride and, and sort of helps at stages uh, to get the girls ready before shows. And there's a, there's a scene where he's like burning one of the girls' hair with the hair straight, and I thought that was funny. And I did like the, the conclusion to this film. This is obviously a bit of a spoiler, but um, the, the Welly Wong dance director obviously knew how much uh, the young dancers and, and teaching these kids sort of ended up meaning to April, so he paid for them all to come to New York to watch her show and surprise her. So I liked that. I thought that was a nice sort of tender moment. But what are some things that I didn't like in this one? This is going to sound like a rant, but just in context, like, I just think that, you know, it's a family film and some of these things just didn't work. So for me, the opening setup of April as a character was, was pretty poor. I mean, we say she's rushing to an audition. Um, she pushes past this older lady so she <coughs> can get into a taxi. And we see a couple of moments later that 
this lady she's pushed is a big name in the dance world and she ends up pushing her off stage as well it was just oh man i don't know it just made it really hard to sort of get into this character if we see her doing that in the first couple of moments uh, april obviously has to go home and when she gets home there's this big sign this town's called new hope please i mean like how blatant do you have to be in your face to sort of you know tell us that this character needs hope she needs she needs a change she needs a new setting so that annoyed me i think uh i mentioned before mrs barb the first thing with her in the supermarket when she saw april was hectic it was over the top and it was painful uh, <laughs> They, and we do get to meet her dad Frank there and, and there's a stage where you know uh, he's talking to Nick uh, it was really awkward and then April and her dad get back in the car and, and his comment was like you know oh, I'm glad he's over you and it's good that his skin's cleared up <laughs> I just I, I get in the real life that's not something that teenagers deal with but it just for someone to say it out loud, loud on the screen uh, was pretty bad <laughs> uh, the first competition where the girls all dance that was like the, this, this teams of girls from New Hope um, it was just so mean the commentary from some of the parents that was targeted towards kids I thought that was a bit cruel in what's meant to be an upbeat family film <laughs> there's a scene where April is on the phone she hears this sobbing she has a look in the toilet and there's a kid crying and she just sort of like was like oh what's going on stays on the phone just goes I'm going to close the door just horrendous horrendous no one would do that uh, <laughs> April's going for a run Got her headphones in, out in the field, and sees uh, Sarah out there practicing her dance in this field. And they have this bit of an argument, and the end of the argument was April finishing to Sarah, who's a little kid, saying, um, it's not like I was dating you, <laughs> because April was dating her brother, Nick. I was just like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, seriously, have some context. Uh, there's a scene where April was just sitting on this park bench in the middle of, like, a field, on her phone, watching these videos, and... It, then she hears the noise of a car pulling up and she tries to hide behind this bench. <laughs> it was just hilarious. And then like Nick's grandma was in the car and then Nick rocks up out of nowhere. And then the grandma just goes on this merry-go-round. I was worried that like someone had drugged my drink or something. Like I thought I was having delusions. It was just so, so weird. Um, the dance girls at one stage, they go watch the, the football boys to train. It felt so weird because these dance girls were all pretty young and then all these football boys all seemed like they're about 10 years older than them and the girls are all talking about the boys it felt super weird <laughs> super super weird then they work out you know their dance studio gets flooded they need a new place they go to this barn on um april's dad's land and <laughs> april um calls sarah out at you know nick's sister at one stage to dance with this boy that we've seen he's on the football team she likes him and it's all awkward <laughs> because Sarah's like takes her top off and then sort of covers her chest a bit. It was really weird. And then they do a dance and he holds her up and these chicken fillets fall out. I was like, that was not needed to create this awkwardness for a teenage character. And like, it didn't add anything to the story. I just hated that. I hated when um this welly Wong guy, like he's this judge, they've done their dance. He goes to April. Yes, I'm giving you an opportunity. Let's go to New York. And she didn't even think about it. She's like packed her bags and like, yep, I'm getting in a limo. I'm going to New York. I'm done. I got what I wanted. This is like really close towards the end of the film when you're supposed to be seeing that progression turning towards her doing the right thing. So that annoyed me. Uh, nearly done. <laughs> when, um, so April's obviously back in New York and she's contemplating her choice and did I do the right thing to like make this final change to becoming a good person. And, and her dad's like talking her through it on the phone and he made some comment about there's nothing you can do to bring your mum back. I was just like, what context does that have? To do with anything that we've seen in the film so far really bad uh finally <laughs> this is the the closing scenes april's sitting there 
uh, preparing for a big big night to, for a dance. She's looking at herself, her photo on the playbill cover, and uh, she's going over her script and she sees the flowers from their dance pool out of the, the book. <laughs> How did they get there? Like, oh, come on, that was, that was weird. Um, themes, ideas, what's this one saying? I think the idea of overcoming challenges, working hard, um, you know, working hard to be good at something and, and chasing your dreams. That's a really good good idea and, and you need focus and commitment to do that. So I think that's excellent. I think the idea of teaching and, and the idea possibly that you learn more from those you teach as well. And we see that through April with these kids that she teaches. Um, obviously, we said this, the, the town is called New Hope, um, but the idea of hope and giving these kids hope that they can actually succeed at something. Because this was a, a really good representation of a different variety of, of types of kids from all sorts of backgrounds. Um, and finally, if we're looking at April, that idea of redemption, um, you know, coming back to show that you're a good person and ambition, it's obviously fine as long as you can ground yourself and making mistakes is okay too. Uh, what do I take away from this one? Uh, I think, um, I mean, this is, we do have a section if I've looked someone up on IMDb, but as I was looking through this film, Nick, who's played by um, Wolfgang Novogratz, in, in researching the film, um, it's his fourth Netflix film that he's done. I wouldn't have picked it. I've done three podcasts with this guy in films. Um, and I'd have to go back and listen to the episodes. But to me, this guy stood out really well. I thought he was good. I thought he played that role perfectly. Um, but he was in Sierra Burgess is a Loser, The Last Summer, and the half of it. I only did the half of it not that long ago, and I don't remember a minute. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, and I sort of touched on this before, but one of the, the kids, and we, I said they were a good sort of representation of kids, one of the kids being deaf was such a nice touch. It was good to see the characters sign throughout to this kid without making a huge deal about it. It was just like they were a normal kid, so I really liked that too. Um, I did mention IMDb. I did jump on because April, played by uh, Sophia Carson, Disney star, I, I didn't know. I, I couldn't work it out. So obviously from the Descendant movies, um, they, they are huge. So yeah, good little one there. Um, some questions, some ponderings. I mentioned before about Kari, the, the, the black girl in the dance group. Um, I don't know whether this was done on purpose. I'm sure it wasn't, but why was she the only black girl on the team and the one that the parents couldn't afford to send her and have the strict parents? I don't know if that's, that's more a stereotype. Not a big fan of that. And then the other thing, I guess, is um, I'm not sure if I missed something, but there's a stage where, yeah, we get to the final, we're going to Atlantic City, we need money to fly there. So let's raise the money. And I feel like the whole context of them actually raising the money was missed. If you know what they raised, let me know or how they did it. Because I saw them doing push-ups, and that was all I got out of it. So I was very confused. But let's wrap this up. Give the, read, the film a rating out of five. Um, so I'm all down for a nice, fun family movie. Um, I mean, this this meant well, but it, it just wasn't really done effectively. So some okay moments, but overall, like I said, almost at the start, I struggled a lot with the cringe in this, but I'm gonna give it a two out of five still. So two out of five, not too bad. We're on socials, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I just wanna know, what's your favorite dance film? Um, for me, I feel like I may have done this question before when we did another dance film, but Honey with uh, Jessica Alba, great film. Check it out. All right, we're back next week. Next week, we've got a French action thriller from 2020. It's called The Lost Bullet or Ballet Perdu. It's directed by Guelmo Piret. It stars Alban Lenore, Nicolas Duvachel, and Ramsey Beta. That's all we got next week. Check that out if you're interested. I'll be back. As always, thanks for listening, and see you next week.